You know, folks, in animation, well, not animation, but in all media, we've all seen what we like to call the what the blank moments or the WTF moments. And we always ask ourselves, basically, what were animators thinking, right? We always ask ourselves that. We always ask ourselves, what were the animators thinking? What were the writers of the comic thinking? What, were, what was this person thinking? What was that person thinking? We always ask these questions. You know, what was, what was this creative crew thinking when they decided to come up with these decisions? You know, we always ask those questions. I mean, I know I do. Again, like I said, I know I do. But, um, again, we always ask those kind of questions. And sometimes the answers we get are not always the best answers. You know, the answers we get sometimes are not always the best answers. But these what-the-blank moments have been done throughout history, have been done throughout time, um, if you will. They have been done through various different ways. And every studio out there, movie, animation studio, comics, you name it, media itself have all been guilty of doing this. And what they've been guilty of, folks, is basically creating these moments to where people wonder, why did they come up with that? Why, who came up with this? Who came up with that? You know, back in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, when you would have the Betty Boop cartoons, or the Bosco cartoons, or whatever, you would always ask the question of what the heck were these, and you watch them now, you ask the question of what were these people thinking? Why would they come up with this kind of stuff? You know, like, like you have the Betty, you know, at times you would have Betty Boop herself, the character herself, morph into different individuals, different personalities in some of her cartoons. You would have, like, let's say, the Betty Boop cartoon, one of the earlier ones she did. And you have one of the main characters portrayed as sort of like a shape-shifting character, sort of like a blob-like shape-shifting character that can be anything she needs or can even possess inanimate objects and bring them to life. You have another one, her Snow White adaption, to where basically you have uh, the clown, I think his name's Bosco or something like that, he gets turned into a freaking ghost and automatically he knows how to use the ghost powers because he's singing a song and one of the lines talks about a, he's singing about a gold chain watch and he turns into it. So, you always have these kind of moments and you think, what the heck were they thinking here? You even have that main dog character that I mentioned earlier 
once they finally stop and they're put on pedestals, he turns into a freaking skeleton head, and that's it. With bolts coming out of his head. Oh. But you have those kind of situations. And again, you ask the question, what were they thinking? Right? What were they thinking? And it's not just what Betty Boop either. I mean, you take a look at Disney. Disney's not innocent. You know, Disney's done these kind of what-the-blank moments in some of the early Mickey Mouse cartoons, Oswald cartoons, Alice live-action cartoons. And even the more present at times 1940 cartoons that gave us the more modern look of what the characters look like now. In fact, I'll give you an example. Duck Pimples, which was a Donald Duck cartoon. It was probably one of the biggest WTF cartoons they've ever done. Because one scene, basically, you have the... Uh, her, I think they named her Caroline or something like that. You basically have her looking for these pearls she lost, thinking she found them, and when she sees that she doesn't, she ends up climbing up under, she ends up climbing up the back and under the trench coat of the detective. And then all of a sudden you just see her hands appear. Like first they appear when she's doing a magic trick and all that. And then when the detective's calling out for one of his assistants, you see her, I think her left hand come out and sort of like a little, to help echo or help magnify the guy's voice. And then she's doing the come here thing as he's doing the same thing with his finger. And then when he's re reading the business card from his associate, you have her putting the glasses on his head, I mean, his, on his nose, and her other hand scratching his chin, while his original hands, one's holding the card and one's scratching his forehead. It's like, and you think to yourself, what was the point of that? Why would they have her do that? What was the point? What was the point of even going, <laughs> climbing up the guy's back? I don't get it. You know, again, these kind of moments are always making people wonder what the blank were they thinking. Popeye, 1956, one of my most p personal favorite cartoons, Pollywood Woos. You know, everything that gets mentioned in that cartoon sometimes happens. Olive's eyes turn into limpet pools. When she says at the end, that she t when she tells Popeye at the end of the cartoon that she feels like butter in a sense, she ends up melting into a puddle of butter with just a smiley face and flowing down the floor, and you think, what the blank were they thinking? You know, it's like, you know, even though they intrigue you and they make you go like, wow, I didn't know this was, you know, I, wow, this is intriguing. I didn't see that coming. It still makes you think, what the blank were they thinking? You know, like I said, you know, even in, multi, in other kind of media, it's like, okay, Invisible Kid, for, for example. In The Invisible Kid, you know that it's about, you know, the main character going invisible along with his friends. And then... You know, you see the China Phillips and her character go invisible, and she does a striptease. He's well, she's invisible, and you think, well, wait a minute. What, what was the point of that? We don't see anything. Of course, it was PG, but still, you don't see anything. The point is, the point is, you see all these kind of things. In any kind of media, movies, cartoons, live action, you name it. You know, like in Moonlighting, they had this claymation sequence in one episode, and you think, what the blank was that about? You know, you take a look at Peter Gabriel and some of his videos, like Sledgehammer and Big Time, and you think, what was he thinking? What was going through his mind? And, you know, and then you take a look at fandom, and you got certain situations, certain 
unique situations, if you will, that make you think, what were people thinking? Like you got the SVs, the UBs, these uh, situations and all that, the meltings, the fusions, and you're thinking, what are people thinking? You know, what, what's up with their minds? And my answer to a lot of this is it intrigues them. It's like, well, what if we did this and see what happens and see how other people react? Like, hey, if we like putting the idea together, maybe other people will like it, be intrigued. And yeah, they're intrigued, but it also catches them off guard because they're like, what the blank are we watching? Or what the blank are we looking at? Or what the blank are we reading? You know? And that's what it does for people like me. It intrigues us to want to see more, to want to read more about it, to see more about this visually. You know, you have some people over at places like DeviantArt that take what is known as slime girls and, let's say, a slime boy, and they fuse them together and becomes either a slime girl or a slime boy. And you think, well, most of the time it's a slime boy. What's the point of the girls being part of him if the female mindset's going to go male? But you don't know that. You don't know that. And you think, well, what the fuck was the point? You know, what are they thinking? You know, you have people that take established characters and put them in their own unique stories and give them unique powers. Like you have one person that takes Sally Acorn and some of the Sonic girls there and gives them rubber-like powers to where they can morph the bodies and change the bodies into anything. Clothing, weapons, balls, even liquefy themselves. And you're thinking, what was this person thinking? But again, when you think that, it intrigues you because you want to see more of what this guy can do, more of what these people can do. So to me, that's what these WTF moments do. They intrigue us. And I think that's what we have to look at anytime we see these things again, is it visually or written-wise. So, that's all I'm going to say on it, folks. You guys let me know what you think down below, and I will talk to you all later.